Hello and welcome back to the PAL with Rabbit T, the Pirkei Avos Learning, the show where we talk a Mishnah of Pirkei Avos per day with sagely commentary and practical advice to say. We are in season four, chapter one, Mishnah five, one five, Aleph, hey. Yossi ben Yochanan, Ish Yerushalayim Omer. Yossi ben Yochanan, Yerushalayim says, Yehi beitzcha pasuach la ravcha. Let your home be open wide. The yuanim b'nei beitzcha. Let the poor people be members of your household. V'altar b'sicha me'isha. Do not speak excessively with a woman. Be'ishto Omer. They said this by one's own wife. Kal v'chomer be'ishos chavero. How much more so with someone else's wife. Mikan Amr Chachamim, from here the sages derive, Kolamar Basicha Meisha, whoever speaks excessively with a woman, Gorimra, Laatzma causes evil upon himself, causes evil to himself, Ubotam Adivri Torah, neglects Torah study, Visofo Yoresh Gehinom, and in the end will eventually inherit Gehenam. So make sure your house is a house that's open to the guests. We talked last night a lot about how your house should be a Beit Vad L'Chachamim. It should be open to having Torah lectures, to having Shiurim, to doing mitzvahs of Achnasas Orchem, especially strangers you've never met. But also your house should be open to poor people. And that's not just answering the door, giving money if someone's asking and you're able to give the money. That's doing it in a way where you bring the per- poor person in, you give them a hot drink if it's a cold night, you give them something to eat, or you give them a cold drink if it's a hot day, you give them something to eat. Greeting them with a smile, greeting them with the open ability that their ho- your house is open to them, inviting to them, can do much more for their soul, for their body, than any amount of money. A lot of people we see on the streets, a lot of times we don't know if it's a scam or not, but the people that go there and actually talk to them if it's not a person that has a crazy situation or dangerous or whatever and give them something to eat, give them something to drink and just give them a kind word can do much more than any amount of money. Sometimes these people are not treated as human beings, unfortunately, God forbid. They're treated as whatnot or whatever, but they're not given the time of day. So if you give your time of day... Your house is open wide and let the poor be members of your household. That's following the ways of Avram Avinu, who is the epitome of chesed, the epitome of hachnosis orchem, treating people with a smile and saying, doing more than you say. Amor ma'advia seharbe is Avram's credo. He said, come, have a little bit of milk, have a little bit of meat. He gave them a grandiose, lavish meal. He said a little, but did a lot. That's the greatest way to try to live. So again, this is the commentary commentator of Rabbeinu Yonah. According to some opinions, when it says your home should be open wide, this means that all who need it should find comfort in your home. The word laravcha is used for open wide, is related to the word for comfort, harvacha. Alternatively, it could mean your home should be open like that of Avram Avinu, like we talked about, who lived in an open wide area on the road in order to host passing travelers. His home was open on all four sides so that whatever direction a guest approached him from, he would find an open door awaiting his entry. As Eov said, I will open my door to guests. We should have such an open door policy. That the idea is that it's always open if it's safe and okay to do so. Nowadays, maybe not so much, but at least people know that your home is open, always open to people, always available to have people, always ready to help any people you can. That's the greatest type of compliment, that you're such a house of chesed. Anyone who needs it could come to your home needing anything, a kind word, a kind ear, a little bit of money, a little bit of food, anything you could do to help them. Let your home 
be open wide for others. Let the poor be members of your household. This can be explained in two ways. Instead of buying servants and then paying for their upkeep as members of your household, hire poor people to work for you, providing them with a source of income. Coming from Baba Metziah, you will save the cost of purchasing the servants and benefit while doing a mitzvah. Alternatively, this can mean that the poor should feel comfortable in your home. That's what we were talking about. They should not be embarrassed to be there because they should see that you welcome them happily and grant them the freedom of the house, just like your own son and other members of the household. So many times we see so many people so much more caring for for animals, for pets, than for taking care of people that need it, such as needy people or people that need a kind ear, a kind heart, strangers that are looking for somewhere to go. We should make sure that our homes are homes that could be for aniyam b'nei beitecha. They could be, feel like they're part of our home. And just like the person brings in the person who needs something to eat, I remember there's a story of a great sage who every week would have somebody who was a little mentally, who was a little bit mentally ill, had a little mental difficulties, and he would scream and yell and things, but he still made him a part of the family, a part of the meal. Every week he was welcomed. This person, he was like a member of their household. Even if their family was eating, guests were eating, he was always there. It was, he was as if he was a member of their household. Of course, we're not all on that level, but we should do what we can to let poor people and others who need our help be part of the household, be invited and be joined in as much as we can. And don't speak excessively with the woman. This is because speaking with woman leads a man to think about sin and takes away time from learning Torah. They said this about one's own wife, how much more so with someone else's wife. Rashi cites Avos Rebbeinu Nas, and they were speaking about when his own wife is a needed, how much more so with someone else's wife. This means that one should not speak excessively with his wife when she is a nida, lest the Yetzirah overpower him and lead him to sin. This is all the more so concerning someone else's wife, where the evil inclination is even stronger. If it's true of his own wife, who will be permitted to him in a few days, and who is like his own house, it's more true of a stranger's wife with whom we know should be avoided as much as possible. We could also avoid explain this literally. A man should not accustom his wife to be constantly always talking to him about certain things, about different things, but should be careful with those things and make sure that he, he does things in the right way with the right mindset to fulfill mitzvahs and to think about the mitzvah way. That's the difference between a human and an animal. As our sages said, concerning different things, we want to make sure that we're with each other, we're dealing with each other, we're dealing with other, all people in general, we're doing with mitzvahs and a mitzvah mindset. We want to make sure that we're doing precious separation where we elevate a person to high levels of spirituality because separation leads to purity. And that's the whole idea that you take the most intimate connection between man and wife, between husband and wife, but if it's taken and used in the wrong way, that's why it's called a kadesha, someone who uses services or someone who is with people as their profession, as their job. If you get the gist, it's called a kadesha because she's taking something really holy and impurifying it, taking the kadosh and making it not kadosh. The whole idea in this life is to take the mundane base elements of our lives and to elevate them to the spiritual, elevate them to the wonderful aspects as much as possible. That's why the sages say one who speaks excessively with a woman causes evil to himself. In other words, he causes evil inclination to overpower him. Man's inclination is called evil. As it says, for the inclination of the heart of man is evil from his youth. The sages said, how great is it? Even if the creator calls it evil, the inclination of the mind is evil from the youth. One who engages in an excessive conversation with a woman causes himself much trouble because with these conversations he invites the evil inclination to attach itself to him. 
Then he becomes worse than the average man who struggles every day but doesn't actively invite it into his life. And then he'll neglect Torah study. One cannot think about Torah while his mind dwells on all these people in all of these conversations. His mind cannot engage in two thoughts at the same time, can't focus on the Torah because he's going to be thinking about all the conversations and whatnot. And eventually, in Herod Gehenna, this is where he will eventually go if he comes to sin. If he is brazen enough to converse with the woman, then he'll inevitably sin and descend to the depths of Gehenna. That's what Shlomo Melch says. More bitter than death is going and sinning and being brought down to the Gehenna. Because death will remove a person from his life in this temporary world, but doing sins, doing averus, especially in this realm, can destroy a soul for eternity. That's more bitter than death. A man sees what his heart desires without seeing the consequences. They have to be careful to be precious, to have safeguards, to put up a fence, to try as much as possible. Of course, no one's perfect. And Sheva Yippel Tzadevikam, you got to try, try, try again. A lot of times you have to make sure to avoid this in as much as you can. The evil inclination will, cook, will come to you, will try to get you every day. It raises up every day to try to fight you, but try to do what you can. So make sure to enact proper safeguards. Make sure to interact with the people that are really the people that you're supposed to interact with, especially the woman of your own household, your wife, your children, and avoid the others as much as you can. Of course, for working purposes and the like, you have to. But... Also remember that your house should be open, really open to poor people, really open to people who need your help, open to travelers, open to people collecting money, open to people who need somewhere to sleep, somewhere to stay, a little hot meal, especially for Hachnas and be like Avram Avinu, whose house was open on four sides, always open to anyone who needed it at any time. Join us next time as we talk about getting a rabbi for yourself and acquiring a friend for yourself. Why the different terminology in that Mishnah here on the PAL with Reb T, and I'm your host, Reb T.